2: in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called coach
0: I gotta ask you this out there Christian America
2: it's time for pass the salt with a coach Dave Dobbenmer
0: man I hope you're locked up and ready to roll over here today just like those big truckers are by the way Jonathan go ahead and turn off that chat those guys will start a fight in that chat room I don't have to break that thing up here while while we're rolling Myra you ready get us rolling here Myra Yes. Good morning.
4: Good morning. Good morning, Saints. How we doing? Great. Um, we're going to read from um, Psalm forty-eight, six, King James Version. Break their teeth, O God, in their mouth. Break out the great teeth of the young, O Lord. We read in Galatians five, twenty-five, that um, in regarding um, the spirit. Coach, Dave, And we admit that Coach Dave's audience agrees that if we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. I release the glory, the love, and the peace to you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Hey Amen, Myra. I didn't want to forget you today. I know I'm, uh, you're doing a great job. Uh, what, a, God, what, what a transformation! Listen, I'm trying to cover two things real quickly here. Okay, first of all, play that, play the video real quick, Jonathan. I just sent you the Facebook video of the truckers. The truckers are rolling through right. I'm, I'm pointing towards the freeway. They're going to roll through there about noon today. Go ahead and play this real quick. It's one minute. This is this is after they park at night. Okay. There was no sound. They're all honking horns and everything. You yeah. know, yeah. Trust me here. So, folks, these are the Freedom Rallies, okay? These are the rallies they have every night. Now, That's coming right by my house, coming down Route 70. They're going to go not to Cambridge. Jonathan, if you can pull that up there, it says uh, the People's Con- Con- uh, Convoy. Hang on. I'll be right with you, Steve. Hang on. Got to do a little yeah. homework here. So, here it is. This is the People's Convoy. It's coming right by us. Now, look, folks, it says right here in the middle of it, the rally in Monrovia, Illinois, that was a large last night, was a huge success. And today, our route will be I 70 East, 465 North, I 70 East to 270 South, I 70 Exit 196. Their destination is Exit 186, Lower City, Ohio, which is just uh, a bit west of Cambridge. Okay. Now, they said uh, go down there, keep on going down. Uh, r- stop right there a minute. Media statements. Is that what went? No, keep going, John. You're doing great. Doing great here. Doing great. Keep going. Keep going. We don't need to see any videos, but, oh, there's the latest video. Uh, I thought I was going to uh, images. Nah. Anyway, they're going to be – I must be losing my mind. They're going to be coming by my place about 12, 1230. So anybody wants to line Route 70 over here in Licking County and out through Muskingum County and all the way out there through whatever county Betty lives in, there's the route. You can see where they are, where they're going to be. Uh, I'm going to be at, uh, what's the name of that, Licking Trails, just an overpass over Licking Trail, uh, just near my house. I'm going to be there about noon. Anybody wants to join us? Cool. Questions, anybody, about what's going on there? Try to get there. This is this is one of those events you're going to look back on and say, yep, I was there. I honked all the horns. And yes, be- uh, Betty, we're going to try to get down there to Lower City today uh, for for the celebration afterwards, so. Praise the Lord on that one. Arriving Columbus around noon, Cambridge by two. I made my notes there, right? Cool. We need to pray for Julie, Julie Z. Her brother um, succumbed to to, uh, a battle with cancer yesterday. So uh, lift up uh, our sister Julie and her family. And uh, wow, tough, man. A lot of death out there in there, folks. Okay, listen, listen. No more questions. The hands are up. Do you have questions? Mel, go. Thanks. Just one correction. Lower City
5: is actually a little bit east of Cambridge. It's at the old Washington Lower City exit. So it's at the That's old Cambridge. Shandor-
0: it's on the other side of
5: Cambridge.
0: That doesn't seem right. I can't be to Cambridge in an hour. Is that right, Betty?
5: Yeah, it is. It's about five miles east of Interstate 77.
0: Okay. I can yeah,
5: yeah. tell Gary that Old Washington or that exit is. Five
0: miles. Thanks, Betty. Five miles on the other side of the intersections of 77 and 70. Exactly. Keep going. Five miles lower city. Thank you. Craig, come in.
6: Uh, from Maryland, they're going to be uh, resting over in Hagerstown, uh, about two miles from where we ha- held our first hunter, yeah. Coach. <laughs> so anybody that wants to get along uh, with us, uh, org. reach us there, get a hold of me, or Rusty. We'll plug you in. are going to be there on site. Rusty's gonna be on site giving cocoa and hot chocolate and all that kind of stuff. We're gonna be awesome. on site where they're camping.
0: Friends, the the convoy is is now seventy miles long, 7-0 seven miles of truckers. More to join it, they say. So it's gonna take an hour and a half probably for them to just drive by us, if you can imagine that. I guess. Is, but I don't want to take any more time away from. Steve, we got Steve Hemphill on with us today. Those of you who remember Steve, sort of, click on Water the Stakes. You guys remember, I don't know, six months ago, however many months ago it was, that uh, somebody came to us and said, Look, coach, you've seen this water. In fact, the stakes were mailed to me by Craig. That's right, Craig mailed them to me. We went out and we staked our land. Water the Stakes, God markers on the land, spiritual warfare. And so we went out, uh, we marked sky high and nabby's out. We, we, we did the whole thing, man. And uh, so I, I didn't realize, I sort of realized, but didn't realize that Steve Hempel, the guy behind it is more than just a guy out there putting out stakes. He's kind of active, very active in uh, training, teaching, spiritual warfare, all that kind of stuff. So I've taken up about seven minutes of his time. I didn't want to have to take up. Hey folks, listen, after you're done, Here's the website. You can go on Amazon. You can order the book and the stakes. I got the book, uh, I left it over on my other desk. I got the book right here. It's all good. Tell the story. Steve activefaith.org. Throw that up there real quick. Steve. Come- yeah, that's there the there's Steve's there's Steve's uh, website. Okay, Steve, I just threw the ball in the air and I lobbed it sure. over to you, brother.
3: Man, since you're a coach and I love football so much, I want to tell you that I had one high school team stake out their field last year and they went undefeated on that No, they didn't. Really? Yeah. You can't can't make this stuff up.
0: So, Uh, Steve, you you recommend even like staking – like Craig – Craig will jump in here, I'm sure. Craig went and staked off – he went to to Washington, D.C., and he staked off in front of the Supreme Court of the United States. We should be doing this, Steve. At our local county courthouses, maybe our schools. Go. I'll, I'll shut up and let you go. Hey, Steve. That's listen, I, I interrupt. I interrupt for a living. Okay, that's okay.
3: Coach, okay. okay. one second. Power James, you need to God. mute,
0: please. James, please mute. Thank
3: you. Um, it's the power of the word of God. It's. It's not me. It's not a magic stake. It's. Uh, let me just tell you how this started, and and I'll back up. First, I, I was a business guy for almost uh, thirty years. Owned my own company a technology company. And my dad was the mayor of my hometown, a small town of 2000 in central Texas. And he died very suddenly and unexpectedly at age 69 with a heart attack in the summer of 2000. My little brother and I were looking for the will and uh, he had an old safe in the back of his office. We started digging in the safe. We found a, a, a thick sealed envelope addressed to me and my brother that said on the outside, if you boys find this after I'm dead, do not open this envelope.
0: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It
3: is not important. Destroy this envelope without opening it. Dad. And it was signed and dated five months before he died unexpectedly. And uh, I don't know what you would do with an envelope like that, Coach, but we struggled for a little bit. Dad coached football, too, and was the announcer of our home football games 38 years. Sang the National Anthem solo with the band every week when they would play the National Anthem.
0: So I'd find the the football coach or somebody to open that thing up for me, Steve. (laughs) That's what I'd do.
3: (laughs) We burned it without reading it. Wow. We we obeyed him, and it ended up changing our lives. Both of us are now in full-time ministry. He's a preacher in Arkansas, and I'm a Christian author and speaker. And that led to a series on spiritual warfare books. First, my first book was on heaven, My Search for the Real Heaven, If you click on shop in the active faith right at the top it says shop, you can uh, scroll down and see some of the books and and stickers and cards with verses on them and different color uh, stakes and all that. You can see all that. But anyway, uh, when I was um, researching heaven and what the Bible said about heaven after dad died, there were no books on heaven in 2000. Everything on heaven came out in 2005 or, or after And so I was going to Burger King across the street from my office, and going to breakfast, spending that hour and my lunch hour, rereading the Bible, looking for heaven. And a guy walks in one day and sees me reading my Bible. He assumes I'm a preacher, so um, he just walks up to my table, says, "Son, where do you preach?" And he was a retired professor from Stanford, you know that Christian college out west. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for getting that joke, Coach. I appreciate it. Yeah, I got it. So he's, he's visiting his brother in Longview, Texas, where I live. He sees me reading my Bible. He assumes only preachers read their Bibles. So he says, where do you preach? I said, sir, I'm not a minister. I'm just a business guy. He sat down in the booth with me uninvited, which is, you know, okay, but weird. And he started to say some things about the Bible that were incorrect. And I had just read a couple of verses in the Bible. First Corinthians 12, verse 3, and First John 4, verse 3. Both those say, if a man can't say, Jesus is Lord then he doesn't have the Holy Spirit. He has an evil spirit. Amen. Amen. So a little voice in my head was was sort of saying, test that on this guy. See if he can say Jesus is Lord. So I interrupted him gently and I said, Dr. Smith, let me ask you a question. Is Jesus Lord? This 75-year-old retired professor from Stanford got so angry at that question that he jumped up out of the booth and started running around Burger King screaming, screaming, at the top of his lungs. No, oh. no, who is Jesus? I don't know who Jesus is. I'm wasting my time talking to you. The Burger King workers were standing there with their mouths open, you know, and the, and the uh, drive-thru is backing up. And I looked up at him and I said, sir, I want you to know that someday uh, I'm praying that someday you, you will know Jesus as Lord. And he said, no, don't you dare pray for me. And he screamed at me, ran up to me and I said, I can do it right now. You can't stop me. Mm-hmm. You know, I start praying. He ran out screaming, slammed the door, backed out and burned rubber leaving the parking lot. And it dawned on me that day that he's defenseless against my prayers and he knows. Oh. It. And so mm-hmm. I, I said, that, that makes me want to write a book on spiritual warfare next. So my intention was to you'll uh, scroll up a little bit in the story. You'll see a book called uh, My Search for, it's on the left right there, Prayers Satan Hates. Prayers Satan Hates, and I was going to just share prayers uh, from my 30 years in business, owning this company, and all the ways God uh, protected and helped us through difficult situations, but I prayed that God would give me something special to put in the book that would really help people, and uh, he did answer that prayer. Right after I prayed that, one of the leaders at a local church here called and said, Steve, is it true your next book is on spiritual warfare? And I said, yeah, why? He said, I got a buddy who's not a Christian. I've been trying to bring him to Christ for 25 years, but he's been mad at God about some things that happened long ago, and I haven't made any progress with him. But right now he has a spiritual warfare problem, and I'm thinking this is our chance to convert him. Would you talk to him if I set up a meeting? And I said, well, sure. I don't know if I can help, but I'll talk to him. So I go meet Bill. And we're face to face there. And I just said, Bill, what's wrong? What's your spiritual warfare problem? And he looks at me serious and says, I have demons on my property. I'm getting ready to commit suicide. I just wanted to talk to you first. And I just sort of did what I call panic prayer. You know, I don't know how to help this. I never heard of this, Uh, but he's about to kill himself. He's not a Christian. And I just prayed, Lord, tell me what to say. And as soon as I prayed, a strange verse from Deuteronomy popped in my head. Deuteronomy 6, I think it's verses 6 through 8. And it says, uh, you're living in a land that's full of evil. We all know that's true. So be sure and put my word on your gates and doors. And the Jews didn't say, oh, that's just symbolic. You don't really do that. It's literally, mm-hmm. no, they they did it. Literally, they still do it. It's called the mezuzah. It's not a <laughs> magic box. It's a symbol of their covenant. Uh, relationship with god their connection to god so i'm just grasping at straws trying to help this guy who's about to commit suicide and uh i said bill don't kill yourself yet let's try something bizarre you know the bible's full of bizarre stories there's talking snakes and walking on water resurrections and virgin births let's put some bible verses on some tent stakes And let's put them all the way in the ground on the four corners of your property where all this crazy stuff is happening. He had nightmares. He had voices. He had depression. He was people were stealing from him. Business was going bad. He was ready. That's why he was ready to kill himself. And uh, and he looked at me and said, OK, let's do it. I'll try anything. And uh, too long a story to tell you, but everything changed. He was baptized the next week. He prays for me every day. other people started copying this uh next thing i know they're calling saying how much are your steaks i said i don't sell steaks go make your own steaks and then the funny question what, what color are they how long are they how far apart are they how deep do you put them what verses did you use how many verses you know uh, what if your property's not square can i put them in my ford f-150 can i take them to a hotel room <laughs> I'm laughing at all these questions and sharing them with my men's small group uh every thursday and they looked at me one week and they said Steve, we think this is a God thing and you need to sell steaks. You know, if it's from God, you can't stop it. And if it's not mm-hmm. from God, you can't make it work, you know. So mm-hmm. they talked me into selling steaks. One of the guys, uh, I don't have any pictures of him here. One of the guys had a label maker that was a real thick, durable, outdoor label that lasts 10 years. He said, I'll make the labels. You just order some steaks from a camping company and let's see what God does with this. So uh, next thing you know, I'm ordering <coughs> stakes like crazy and people are calling me with stories of good things that have happened after they've done this simple act of faith you know satan has taken the land we're just kind of saying let's mark it off and take it back you know one house at a time one one church at a time one courthouse at a time one city in one state and so uh amazing things have been happening
0: if i could just interrupt you a second because i do this for a living yeah Uh, we actually uh not with your stakes but I'm not, I mean, we didn't actually take your stakes. Or did we, Craig? Maybe we did. We actually went to the Washington, D.C. I don't know if you know this or not, is laid off in a, in a, in a diamond shape, right? Yes. Well, we, we actually went and did this at the four corners in Washington, D.C. early last year. And then, as I said, one of our buddies, Craig, went and staked off the Supreme Court of the United States, pounded those stakes in the four corners. Now, Steve, if you could, real quickly, what's the spiritual significance of doing that?
3: You know, it's a great question. It's sort of like when you buy a car, there's a title change. When you buy a house, there's a deed change. When you get married, there's a license change. You're sort of yes. turning it over to God. It's like giving the deed back to God. We've wow. we've let Satan take over, and this is a symbolic gesture, a prophetic sort of gesture that changes ownership back to God's. Once it's God's, he protects it. It's his. That's what the mezuzah reminded people of. I learned later the Jewish people not only put a mezuzah on their door and gate, they put it on stakes in the corners of their property. I've had uh, Messianic Jews come to me and say, how did you know to do this? We've been doing this for centuries, but we don't tell people. I said, well, it's just a God thing. You know, so, so
0: Steve, they can, people can purchase the book and they can purchase the stakes. It's right there in, in front of you. But Steve, really and truly, they can do this themselves, can't they? Yeah, they don't need
3: now, me. It's not
0: you you put on the stakes though, several scriptures on each stake, right? So right, people could fact, do that same thing. They, they can sure write the can. scripture.
3: They sure right? can. I, I just click on the stakes there, the red stakes, you can kind of see the zoom in when you do that. The the I got a call from a plastics manufacturer one day and he offered to spend $10,000 to build a mold so that the verses are built into the plastic. You know, if you uh yeah markers can rub off eventually or whatever. So it's sort kind of a permanent deal. He didn't charge me a dime. So far, I've ordered 108,000 steaks from him. We've shipped them all over wow. the world. Wow. It's, it's not the steak. It's the act of faith. I think most people make their own. I just have the coolest steaks of anybody else's steaks.
0: And so, now, folks, what we what we did, Steve, is after Craig, Craig told us about it, I ordered – I don't know. I ordered a, I don't remember how much I got them for all my children as well and staked all their property. And Steve, we, we've just bought some new property here. Those who listen to the show regularly know this. And so we got about 50 acres between my son-in-law and my, and my wife and I, and we walked, we walked the corners and we drove those things down. And then we prayed in every, every corner. I prayed up another. And Steve, the most amazing thing happened. You'll believe this. Uh, I, I don't know. I would often get wakened up in the middle of the night. People night terrors, people. You know what that is? We all go yeah. through that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Steve, those things quit, man. Those things quit. Yep. Now my wife's got to elbow me in the morning to get me out of bed. I sleep sleep so well. So you
3: know, I but, have so many college kids that that have nightmares, and they'll put. We have little cards on the right hand side. It says "spiritual warfare card," warfare card pack, pack of ten cards. They're plastic cards. Not only do they have the verses that we use for protection on them, but they also have a quote from each verse uh college kids will put those under their four bedposts and no more nightmares. You know, Satan's prince of darkness. You know, God. Yeah. So,
0: Steve, Steve, do you think there's, in other words, can you take them temporarily? Could I go into a hotel room and put them in the four corners of the hotel when I went there at night?
3: Absolutely. In fact, I used to notice on trips that when I'd stay in hotel rooms, I didn't sleep as well. And I started to stake each room. I use the cards to do that now. They're easy to hide under the bed and behind the dresser and all that kind of stuff. Now I sleep like a baby. So, where are the
0: where are the cards on here, Steve? Where do you yeah, find the
3: top right corner? Scroll all the way to the top. They're red. Click on that there red. They are. Yeah. It looks weird, but click the picture. We got to update that picture. But it's that's a front and back of the card. It's a plastic card the size of a credit card. So it's easy to hide between bricks. We've staked courthouses. One guy came to me and said to his wife. Uh, was he divorced her She because she went to prison for drugs and she finally served her time and got out and he'd already remarried and had other children now. And she was suing for custody because if she has to pay her child support, then he she has drug money, but she would, he would always fight it and win. He said, she, she, she files every year at the courthouse to, for custody. What would you do? And I said, is she filed this now? And she said, yeah, he just filed last month. He, I said I'd stake the courthouse. That's where the decisions being made. He staked the courthouse, and she dropped it. I um, <laughs> can't, can't make this stuff up.
0: Okay, so Steve, so let let me get this. in. so you you take the cards, you go into your you go into your hotel room, and you just lay them in the four corners of the hotel room. Do you take them with you when you leave, Steve?
3: If I can, I leave them there. I'll try to slip them behind the baseboards. I want to help the next person. You know what, what's going. <laughs> What's going? I want to leave the area. Um, and What's going on in hotel rooms? There's porn and prostitution oof. and drugs. No wonder we can't sleep good in hotels. You know. I know. Wow.
0: But it would be okay if I took them with me. If I was a cheapskate and I wanted to take them with me, I could do that. Huh? You sure can. You <laughs> sure can. <laughs> Reg, Reggie, come on in here real quickly.
7: I love what you're saying, Steve. Um, I run a ministry for child trafficking. I'm an advocate for years before I did this, and the Lord brought me to this i did deliverance and we used to put I'm, i was raised catholic i'm no longer catholic um i'm orthodox but we've been doing this for years so i know i'm not saying but god speaks to us all because i know la- like four years ago the <clears throat> lord announced to me at a retreat this is what you're doing next and he and I, that's what i'm doing with my ministry i'm trying to build these teams called firing teams where we go and we we bury scripture verses into the ground that are on paper, on cloth, but it works. And the Lord said, slowly, you will start to speak my name and reclaim the land. And so I've been trying to teach people this, but nobody hears, but I love this. I am so thankful for you to come on here and say this. God bless you. So
0: Steve, I just, I just, I just got a text from, we have one of the listeners to our show. We call it our resident former pagan. I mean, she was she was pagan, man. She was a witch, right? Yeah. And so she listens every day. She's saved now. She loves the Lord. She said she's into this whole energy thing, right? Like, yeah. like uh, Steve, we went to the Georgia Guidestones. We went to uh, we went to a Masonic temple. We go stake these places out. We don't yeah. take stakes, but we claim them, right? You understand? Yeah. So Stephanie said, putting those stakes in the ground. Brings the spiritual into the physical. Puts out a ripple of energy that wipes out the cords spoken about in Psalm 2, right? The entities and anything that is hidden. Now listen, she used to do this stuff, right? She used to do it on the other team. So she has a hard time trying to convince us this is real.
3: It is real. We recently found out witches in our area were burying crystals around the courthouses. They understand the the need to control the power centers. Uh, Oh man! man. We we staked out our city. Longview, Texas has eighty-three thousand people. Our crime was the highest it had ever been. Murders, rapes, and robberies were through the roof. For twenty-five years, we had an increase in crime. We staked the city, and in eighteen months, we had a forty-five percent drop in crime.
0: Steve, do do you have to stake all four corners, Steve?
3: On cities, we stake every city limit entrance. Every road coming into the city. Right now we're making plans. I met with eight senators in Tennessee a few weeks ago. I'm going back to t- Nashville next week, but we're making plans to stake out the entire state of Tennessee. We want Tennessee to be the first state we stake <clears throat> the entire state. Cause there's more States that touch Tennessee than any other state. And because Tennessee is a battleground state,
0: we want to see Steve, it. Make- Steve, what if we, what if we staked out our high schools?
3: We have done that and it works. I, I had one one lady, I got a couple of stories that are just unbelievable. One lady in East Tennessee who is an, uh, teaching next door to an atheist. So every day at the end of the school day, the atheist would come in her room while she's grading papers and getting ready for the next day. And he would make fun of her for being a Christian or he'd make fun <laughs> of God or the Bible. So she ordered the stakes and she didn't tell anyone, but she staked the four corners of her classroom. One behind the file cabinet, one behind the trash can, one behind the potted plant, one behind her desk. Nobody knew. And the next day, that day, the guy walked in, <laughs> two steps in her room, and he stopped, and he got a weird look on his face. He turned around, and he ran out. He will no longer set foot in her room. Wow. He hollered her from the hallway. In
0: mm-hmm. other words, he got the willies when he walked in there, huh? That's a good thing. Those holy holy willies. Hey, Steve, we're fast. We're fast here, man. We only got an hour. We, we're we coming at you from all directions. So That's just fuck okay. with Buckle in here, if you will, okay? Because, folks, listen, Steve's also a teacher on spiritual warfare, and we're going to get to that here as well, okay? Dr. Paul, come on, and then Rochelle.
2: Love you, Reggie. Love you, guys. Whoever you are, God bless you. Um, Yeah, I'm in a battle of one of the battles of my life. Um, I'd like to stake every damn Mason uh, building out (laughs) in the world. Um, I don't know what your viewpoints on this, but uh, they've caused me an awful lot of grief in my life. (laughs) What about Uh, that, Steve? What about about
0: staking somebody else's property? That's what we're talking about, isn't Uh, it?
3: Okay, let me tell you a stakes in the trunk story. This is on my battle plan as my uh, podcast. I had a, a very conservative Christian man come to my house and buy four stakes, and I heard the whole story later. His daughter was raised as a Christian, baptized at 11, went to Christian University. As soon as she graduates, she tells him she's lesbian, she's moving in with her girlfriend, and she didn't want anything to do with him anymore. She did keep the same cell phone, but wouldn't even tell them her address. So they got some steaks from me and they were able to see her at Christmas for a few minutes. And they hid the steaks in her trunk while they were helping her pack up and load they it. And they're under the carpet. You can't see them. Uh, the next week she calls home crying and says she loves them and miss them and wants to restore the relationship. And they said, well, honey, we can't endorse that lifestyle, but we, we there's nothing we want more. They started talking once a week, then, then every day. Finally, one Friday in August, she called and said, I'm, I'm walking away from this life. I'm coming home and starting over. I'll be there by midnight. First thing I want to do, I want ba- Daddy to re baptize me as a symbol of my renewed commitment. Wow, wow, a- wow, wow, wow. He invited wow. me to this midnight baptism <clears throat> at their church. And after we, his dad baptized her, and then we held hands for a prayer in the lobby. And then he looks at me and says, Okay, Steve, tell her what's in the trunk. And I told her what I just told you. She started bawling the tears, just rolling down her face. She said, I wondered why my car was the only place I felt safe.
0: Yes. And <laughs> wow. so it,
3: really, it made me understand. Genesis 19.29 says Abraham's faith saved Lot. So sometimes you've got to stake somebody else's place wow. and be their Abraham until they have their own, their own faith. Psalm 2, why do the
0: heathen rage? And the people imagine a vain thing. The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed. Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords. So the devil knows their cords; they understand it, but yep. we don't. Rochelle, come on in. Rochelle, then Stacy.
1: Hey, good morning, team. Thanks, Steve, for coming on. Um, I think your next book is going to have to be on these success stories because I'm yeah. finding them really, really heartwarming and uh, encouraging. Um, I guess m- my personal question would be, I've got a one-way entrance into our neighborhood. So I'm thinking along with my own property, I'd go out to my one-way entrance and put a stake in there. Does that make sense?
3: Yes, it does. First of all, I have written a book on that. The What Are the Stakes book is that? Uh, the the next books I'm working on have to do with the weapons. I'm up to 56 weapons from Scripture. I thought we had two prayer and God's Word, but there's prayer plus touch, prayer plus oil, prayer plus fasting, spoken binding, spoken rebuke. There's blood of Jesus. Wow! I'm Stop it. I'm a, <laughs> we could we could spend hours. on uh, well, our Called demons versus prayer. Hey, it's just
0: amen. One of our one of our themes here, Steve, is that it's not what you know that'll kill you. It's what you don't know. And there's so much about Christianity and faith that we don't know. By the way, your website again, Steve, give it to us.
3: It's active-faith.org.
0: Active-faith.org. Active-faith.org. Uh, we still, we can start out plenty of time. Stacy, come on in and then Kevin. Good morning, Steve. Yeah. Good morning.
4: I, I was, um, just well, and to clarify, you did you not say to not um, put them on the exit of the entrances? Just put um, them on the entrance?
3: When you're staking a city, what what the the local ministerial alliance came up with this. By the way, I had a kid tear up my house. He did forty two thousand dollars damage in four minutes. He threw all the furniture through the windows, and and that led to I didn't press charges. That led to the staking of the city. And when we did the city. The Ministerial Alliance got involved. They were so excited. They wanted me to help train people and do this. They thought through that process and they said, "I tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to. There's 30 entrances into the city limits of London. We're going to put a stake in the right-hand side because we drive on the right-hand side of the road, and we're going to stop anything evil from coming in. But we're going to leave the left-hand side of the road open so that anything in here can get out. We wanted to get away. (laughs) However, if like we said in a neighborhood with one entrance, I'd stake both sides of that one." entrance, because I want, I want that as a bastion of, of, of hope and protection. That's why we do Four Corners. We mark off an area and, and claim it for God. That's what There's a free instruction sheet that comes with it that explains all that as you do the staking. Boy, Amen. Steve, I'm
0: going I'm to have to get you in here, and I'm going to get a hold of Tom Gill, and I'm going to get a hold of some of my pastor friends, and we're going to get a group of pastors together, and we're going to teach them about that. Do you hear that, Pastor Payne? I hope you heard me. Patriot, Kevin, come on in. Yeah, Steve, are the stakes
6: all identical? so if
0: you were to order four of them you get four of the same steak yes and, they steve, are. and also steve does, does red matter do they have to be red
3: no there's blue and red we use red for the blood of jesus just a symbolic thing we use blue to remind us of heaven just like the the jews had a blue thread on all four corners of every garment to remind them of heaven so we mix them usually uh used to they were all red but the messianic jews asked for the blue ones they said we love blue because of the four corners uh, mm-hmm. command they still do that so we usually mix them red and blue but you can order either color they're the identical and then the other thing we're doing on them you see the stickers uh click on the statements uh statement stickers the red it's called state yeah click that so they can see a little bit better um we, we've learned that these stickers are long and skinny they'll fit on the stakes but they also fit anywhere like a door post or you know, backpacker. You know, whatever. And and we're expelling spirits. No homosexual spirit may stay here. No manipulating spirit. No, wow. no deceptive spirit. We're we're all deceived. We're deceived into thinking. That uh, that we'd be better. Off, it might be better off if I'd commit suicide. See, all these are deceptions. Our mm. nation is deceived. So we're learning that you can add power to Amen. the stakes by putting, but expelling the scriptures, expelling the demons that are attacking <laughs> you. If it's if it's fear, say no fear. Spirit may stay. You can write those on there. But we also add verses, and it just makes it even more powerful. It's amazing the stories that are pouring in. That's why I started uh-huh. my ba- battle plan podcast because because I, I can't keep up with all the stories I wanted to share.
0: Roger, come on in, and then Myra.
6: I'm I'm so overwhelmed by this. I, I really don't know what to say. I, I'm just, wow, wow. Thank you, Steve. Quick question. Um, the Passover, I, I was raised in a, a Jewish community that uh, high school had a lot of Jewish people in it. Is there yeah. any similarity to the concept of the Passover when the Jews wanted to be, protected from what was going on as it relates to the stake ministry you have or not?
3: I think so. The Passover started with the blood on the doorpost. This is sort of doing the same thing. It's a physical element. Obviously it wasn't magic blood. You know, it was also, I learned that, that in the Greek, the word for stake and the word for the cross is same word. And in the Jewish Bible, it says they nailed Jesus to his execution stake. So a stake is a symbol of the cross, and then you add verses to it. It's even a stronger symbol of Christianity and the cross. All this is very symbolic, and yet it's literal. The woman of the issue of blood that touched Jesus' hymn, don't you think she was already praying? Have you ever seen any place in the Bible where it says you just need to pray harder? That's never what it says in the Bible. It said, you know, she acted on this belief. She decided that it would work if she touched the hem of garment. It wasn't a magic hem. It was the act of Amen. faith that made the Amen difference. Amen. On that, you start to notice that Amen. all through the Bible, prayer plus action is the norm. Marching around Jericho, raising uh, the arms of Moses when they're fighting the Amalekites, you know, raising the staff to cross the Red Sea. This, this. Prayer plus action, all through Scripture. That's
6: why we named it Active Faith.
0: Wow! 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 Craig, come on in. Then Myra.
6: Well, hey, Coach. I just thought it'd be interesting to share with everybody the background. Really, what got Steve here, and that's because Steve, Dak, Myra, Rusty, and myself went back, and we we did those four corners. And Steve had these stakes, and I was like, "Man, I never even heard of this." And so, anyways, we did that thing there, and then my wife went on uh, found uh, what are the stakes, and she sent them to me. And then we did our property. And then I remember something, Coach. Remember when we were getting ready to go out on October thirty first and you gonna to go to Biden's house and Obama's and all that? And yep. what was getting ready to happen? Your your two daughters lost their children the same day. And you I That's forget right. where you were going. You were getting ready to leave somewhere and you're leaving your wife there. And i sent you a text that said, God never forgets those who love him and do work for him. And I, I felt so bad for you. And so when i when I realized this, I bought four I bought I bought four sixteen stakes you got three children and yourself, and I knew yep. you were a target and your family, and I know if he can't get to you, he's going to hit your children, and so yes, when I was talking, I was talking with Reggie, and I gave actually a book of that stakes to the gentleman that's a preacher that's running in Ohio, and I said, man, you, because he wanted to do 88- 88 counties in a week or something, I said, man, you need to get some stakes as you go by, put these stakes in here, but I asked Reggie, I said, man, I don't want to tell coach what to do with it, but I think he needs to cover all of his children because they're targets. And she said, "Craig, just just text him. He'll you know he's not going to take it the wrong way." And that's what I did. I said, "Coach, I do as you wish, but I said I do four for your house and then cover your children because you're a target."
0: We did, by the way. We did. We did all that. They're all covered. And amen, active faith. I'm liking it already. Myra then Paul.
4: Yes, Steve. Um, so good to have you in the show. It's another tool in our toolbox right. to to do uh, um, spiritual warfare. I want to read Exodus 12, 7, um, regarding what Royer just uh, spoke recently, King James Bible, as they, shall, as they shall take the broad and strike it, and the two side posts, and on the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat in.
8: Yep.
4: And that Amen. is the Exodus. Hey, Amen.
3: We staked the White House before Trump won the first election. Wow. We staked the White House. And I could kick myself for not going back and staking it before the next election. You know, you have to do it again. Yeah.
0: Hey, Steve, um, I've I've been babysitting my son's German shepherd uh, for a few days. You know what I noticed? He pees all the time when I take him for a walk. He's constantly marking his territory, isn't he? Yeah. Maybe we we ought to take a... Maybe we ought to take a cue from him. Uh, Come on, come on, Betty Perkins, come on in. Betty Perkins and Dr. Paul.
5: I I'm coming. Sorry about that. Yes. I just have a question. I've had spiritual attacks in the last two years and I mean, major ones in this last one, I finally realized what it was. It was five hours long. So if, um, and I've taken control over my house, I have, have Reggie, I've had coach Dave, I've, I've had Stephanie, Michelle. I mean, they've led me the way. So if I put these cards in the four corners Of my home would that still protect my bed even though I know I got control but just to protect it or do I have to put it under my bed she's
0: tormented in her bed Steve she gets tormented in her bedroom at night. okay I don't
3: know what to do this is a great question and let me just say that when you've been tormented when you've been attacked repeatedly when you've gone through major things or if you have someone with a background of drugs or abuse if they've been abused Just like castles used to have more more than one level of defense, so do we need that. Castles had a moat and a wall and spikes on top of the wall and guards with bows and arrows. That's five levels of defense. We have people that stake the property, then stake the home. If there's multiple buildings Mm. on the property, you stake each building separately. Then if they're nighttime, Satan is Prince of Darkness. That's when he does his best work in the dark. Mm. I have a whole section on this. I stake the bedroom and the bed. Both. Okay, so
0: Steve, Steve, now listen to this one. What if I take rather than the stakes? What if I use the little credit cards? Would you those bet. be a, that'd be just I, as effective? I, yes, it's the wow, word. I could take. I could use I've those things everywhere.
3: sticky notes. You know, you don't need me. You know, uh, yes, I have a ministry, and no, I don't have a salary, and yes, this is how I make any money nowadays. But I don't care. Go do it without me. You don't need me. This has never been about me. It's never been about Thank money. You. It's never about the power of the word of God. That's what makes the difference, the act of faith.
0: Hey, Steve, uh, listen, I got a bunch I want to get in, but I got to ask you this question because I watched a video this morning, which I was going to play. Talk real quickly, Steve, about how we curse ourselves with our lips.
3: You know, words have power. Think about it. The, the, the Lord spoke the world into existence. We're children of the King, so our words have power too. I have learned that if you speak into existence something you don't want to happen like uh i'll probably be in a wheelchair by the time my kids are in high school guess what one guy who did that was in a wheelchair by the time his kids were in high school and he realized their family really prayed and prayed why can't we get him well why won't anything help him they realized god brought to their memory that they had said that 25 years earlier i'll probably be in a wheelchair they repented of that they expelled it they stopped the curse they're working to get out of the wheelchair now. And I think you're going to see success in their case. Every
0: idle word, right, Steve? Every idle word. Every right? dot
3: and tittle. Yep. So,
0: I, I, you keep having more children. You're going to go broke. We, yeah. I mean, we just, we say that kind of stuff all the time, don't we?
3: Yeah. You're, you quit acting that way. You're going to grow up and be a criminal. We're speaking yeah. death over our children instead of life. Our words
2: have and,
0: the power of death. Oh death. man. I could preach on that one for a second. Dr. Paul come in. Then Randy.
2: Uh, hi, Steve. Um, I, my, my, I have a large family, uh, ritually abused in, in ways you can't imagine. Um, my sister used to say to herself, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. And her life was a miserable. hell. So she drove in the back of a, a semi truck intentionally because the devil told her she wouldn't get hurt. Um, I have a lot of pagan friends. I didn't know that, but I'm a, I'm a doctor. So you can imagine.
8: Yeah.
2: Um, and can i stake out these individuals places and help them understand what they're doing is pagan a lot of them into the reiki the, these just these uh, uh witchcrafty kind of things and more than anything can you like order this stuff um overnight mail no, just
3: kidding uh we do we do ship every day uh, but I, and people like that, I would stake out their house and put no Reiki on the stakes. See, so you 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 add the verses on there built into the plastic are for the protection. But you got other issues like they're making conscious choices to go bad directions, like Reiki and yoga. People don't realize the, the the things they're doing to themselves, the way they're opening themselves up to the enemy. You'd write that on there. Then what I picture happening in the unseen is now they got a clear head because their house is safe and they're going. You know, really, I shouldn't be doing that. They, they, they come to themselves once you, once you expel the enemy. That's why we started the statement stickers that expel the different demons that are attacking their mind. Uh, one witch, one former witch called me and, and staked her home. She wanted to She was a believer now, baptized believer. When she staked her home, all kinds of stuff stirred up. It got worse. She called me and I said, well, have you cleaned out your house? God needs to be honored by everything in the house. She said, oh, my goodness, I've got all my wo- books on witchcraft. So she burned them all. And by the way, one of them, one of them, uh, the pages wouldn't burn. She had to cut it up in little pieces and bury it and get rid of it. And then a couple of weeks later, this happened again after she burned all the books. And I said, she said, what's the next step? I said, next step is you pray and ask God what's still there that you missed. Or maybe something was hidden on the property. There's symbols let the enemy in. That's why idols were important. And so she prayed about it and then had a dream. And in the dream, she saw one more book under another couch. She burned it and everything stopped. Next thing you know, I'm doing my four-day seminar Mm -hmm. at their church. Demons versus prayer is the name of my seminar.
0: Steve, our, our resident pagan again, former pagans, just texted me this. She says, when you bury the stones, they're trying to change the vibration to lower heavy so start in the ground so it can change what is above them. Then they focus cones of power, do rituals. Listen to this. They dirty the air. We're talking about pagans, right? Yep. Don't just put stakes in property. Bless your shoes and your boots and change the vibration everywhere you walk. Amen. You can be the stake. That's right. Wow. Wow. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Randy, come on in.
8: Well, I can't improve on what what she said because that that's a revelation, Coach. That's just and I, Steve. I just want to say this: your revelation, God's given you to walk in and to teach, is is amazing. And just you just stay in humility, and it will continue to to put to walk. You'll continue to have authority, and this will just this was going to change a lot of things. But, but Coach, I want to ask: we need to ask Mark Trump to do a study. I believe I believe this, Coach. I believe that the power of the frequency of truth. If you could see it, is is well, is superior to the power or the mm. frequency, eyes or doubt, and unbelief. Yeah. So folks, away-
0: folks ima- pardon me a second, Randy. Imagine colors, right? Some colors are brighter than other colors, right? That's the point that Randy is making. Maybe our faith prayers are brighter, more powerful than what the dark side would be. That's your point, Randy.
8: Yeah, coach, that is my point. And I think to verify this, why would Jesus say, even when he rode over the Mount of Olives on the triumphal entry, why would he say to the to the evil side, hey, if, if my people if my people won't cry out, the rocks will cry out. Because there is there was there's something about frequency in the earth that we don't understand. Well, I we think we're beginning to. But I think what Steve's doing with the stakes is the very same thing it's emitting it's emitting a frequency from the truth from the act from the faith and in so many things but God wants yeah. he wants a coach as a point of contact to connect heaven and earth That's by the way right, let me...
3: we have staked out several uh, churches uh, two churches I know of and the, the staff of the church did not know we staked it the whole staff resigned right after we staked it. <laughs> amen and so you know we have a lot of that now let me tell you i I want to describe one thing that i had pictured When, when i began doing this what i was picturing in the unseen was we just put a wall up so the enemy can't come across the wall right and so i recently got an email confirming that a lady in uh in north texas said she heard about this and loved it she sent it to her sister in wisconsin the sister loved it she went on my website there's a free download how to stake your property so you could do all this without me just take the free download and do all that and then she uh went to home depot bought some stakes wrote my verses on them added a few more that were particular to her family and um then three weeks later her three-year-old grandson came over after she had staked her property And the the little boy wanted to play in the front yard. So they're walking down the steps of the house, and they're about to go play in the front yard. And he looks up, and he says, Grandma, stop. There are big, mad men out there. They are huge, and they're stomping their feet. They're so mad. Wow! They're mad because they can't come in here. And the grandma (laughs) goes, That's right, honey. God's word is powerful, and we're protected here. He said, Okay, good. Let's play.
0: Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Jeff, come on in.
9: Coach, this is all good. Steve, thank you this morning. Coach, I was just sitting here thinking about this. 18 years, I've always heard Pastor Bill in any predicament where evil was flourishing. He always says, you need to drive a stake in the ground. And I thought, oh my goodness, I just sent him the website, told him to check it out. So
0: man. Jeff, stake your, yeah. stake your car lot, man. Yep. Stake your car lot. Diana,
3: hey, I want you to know something. Uh, the company that, that paid for the the mold for me, that didn't ask for any money. I've, I've ordered 108,000 steaks. So I know he's, I mean, I've I bought a lot of steaks from him, but uh, he said his business has grown tenfold, <laughs> tenfold since he started helping me.
0: That's that, that's that law of sowing and reaping, isn't it? Right. Diana, come on in then play.
5: Uh, yes, thank you, Steve. I'm interested in uh, the Masonic uh, putting these on this uh, Masonic property and courthouses. Have you run into any legal issues? You know that you need can't be on our property That's to do a great this.
3: Question. First of all, you're a child of the King, and the King owns planet Earth, so. Um, you know that's your first legal right. Secondly, if you're a taxpayer, you have, yeah. right. and and then on top of that, you don't have to stake a, a Masonic lodge right up against the building. You could do it a block in four directions, and God knows what you're staking. Well, so wow, you
0: that's a good have point. It's a good point. Do it
3: right there. Um, yes, does that answer your question?
0: Yes, yes thank you. Sure, Clay.
3: Yep, we're going to stake a property tomorrow. One of our Christian brothers. I'm going to help him. And he's uh, participating in that spiritual warfare seminar that you do. Yeah, I have a great seminar. Tell, on. I just want to tell everybody that uh, Steve's got this spiritual warfare seminar, and he addresses all these questions that you all got during this thing. And everybody that's uh, participated in this thing oh. have been uh, getting back to me and just saying how much they enjoy this and how much it's blessed their life. So thank you for doing that, Steve. Hey, thank you. I want to mention that it's a free I'm doing a free zoom seminar on Monday nights. Every other Monday night. We'll do it again this coming uh, Monday night. It's an hour long seven o'clock central time. Uh, If you signed up for it, it, and it's all free, and you miss a class, we record the classes and make those available in our Vimeo account. And so you could miss one and catch up and then be there for the next and live. We do questions and answers live at the end of each session. You'd send an email to Charlie, C-H-A-R-L-I, Charlie at active-faith.org.
0: Okay. So Clay, that's your, that's your bailiwick. So keep us alert on that. And we'll send out alerts every, every week and people can jump on that thing. Mark Trump, come on in.
9: Well, thank you for having this coach. And, uh, Bringing people on to share meat with us. I really appreciate it. Um, I wanted to comment what Randy said about frequencies. All right. Whenever uh, you drive past a place, sir, that you've staked, what does your mind go to? You think about God. You think about planting those stakes. You think about purging that property. They've proven that whenever you think of God, Jesus Christ specifically, you're brainwave. Light up in your brain. Wow! So every time that you look at a stake that you've planted, you're imbuing Jesus's energy into it.
0: Yes. With Here's... your oh, you went so dead.
9: Your mind controls the energy. The gamma brainwave frequencies is what lights up. So in order for you to have gamma brainwave frequencies, it happens in your sub sleep when you dream when you're uncovered. And it happens when you will yourself to speak to
6: Jesus. They've proven this. So every time that you think of the rocks,
9: yeah, let me finish real quick and you can go. But every time we we planted rocks down at the Georgia Guidestones, Randy and we did. But when we think of the Georgia Guidestones, we think of those rocks, Randy. We're re-energizing them. And as we plant stakes, people— Remember them. Bring Jesus to mind. Your gamma brainwaves are what's protecting these other people. That's what prayer is. Prayer is about lighting up your gamma brainwaves, providing a shield across the Christians, the people in the body of Christ. Keep doing what you're doing. I love it. Amen.
3: You know, we've made a good point here. The reason prayer works is because you believe it will work. You see, if you say, well, I'm going to pray, but it won't help, then don't Amen. waste the your praying because it, it won't help. We also, uh, we, we, I prayed about a, a uh, medium that had been in business for 25 years, and I started noticing as I was making, I found a list of in the Bible of 25 demons named in the Bible, and each one had a territory. And I started thinking about, you know, territorial. They, they've got assigned territories. That's really interesting. And the Bible teaches this. Every demon has Amen. an assigned territory. And so I was, I was uh, at a red light one day, noticed a, a, a demonic place, uh, an occultic place that did the palm reading and tarot card reading and all that. And it, the name of it was Zazoo's. They've been there 25 years. And I said, Zazoo, that sounds like one of those demons in the Bible. Lord, if Zazoo is a demon have that place, I pray you bankrupt them in Jesus' name. They've been there 25 years. and in no time, they were out of business. It said for rent. You know, God uh, is, is powerful.
0: Amen. Hey, listen, uh, Amen. Jonathan, Jonathan, go back to his website if you could real quick. Because, uh, Steve, I, my main, my mind's just running uh, going wild here. It gets expensive to put those stakes in. You're telling me again that those little credit card things can be just as effective.
3: I don't I, see I, any difference. It's the power of the word. I got people doing sticky notes.
0: <laughs> John, click on that if you could about a uh, shop, shop. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Shop. And those, the little credit cards in the upper right-hand corner, they're just the size of a credit card. That's a picture. We need a better picture of the front and back of that thing, but it's, it's the size of a credit card, but it's plastic and it's really a dollar a
0: piece. They're a dollar and a piece.
3: Yeah. They're a dollar a piece, $10 for 10 of them.
0: Oh my goodness. Folks, rather than sitting around writing on you, I mean, you could do it, right? You could write on a yeah. steak. You could write them. You could do, sure. You could. But boy, wouldn't this be easy to have some of these in your pockets where you go and strategically put you them to your own
3: case? You hide them around your kids. You tape them under your kids' drawers at their house. They're not interested in this, but you put you surround. Whoa, them and let me just tell you, if you got a child or a loved one who's walked away from God and they won't even let you come to their house and they live in California, you could you could get a box and go to Google Map and print out an overhead picture of their address and put that picture that you printed out in a box and put cards or stakes in the corners of the box. You're doing it by remote control. It's just Oh, my phrase. goodness. All kinds oh of ideas people are coming up with on how to use this stuff.
0: So, Steve, let's do it quickly again. We've got about six minutes left here. I'll get you in a second, Jim. Hang on. Steve, go again about the different layers, right? Because I can stake my property, and I've done that. But now you say maybe I need to stake my house. Maybe I need to stake my bedroom. Maybe I – right? Go – Cover that One great
3: example of, of some people in Tennessee and Nashville were trying to sell a home that there'd been a murder in that home. Murder pollutes the land. It says that over and over. So she said, this house won't sell. It's a beautiful home, two and a half million dollar home. And I talked to her how to stake. So I, I said, you need just need four. Yeah, just four. She, I said, unless you've got multiple buildings on property. She said, oh, this is this is multiple buildings. So I said, we'll stake each foundation that's under a separate roof. And then stake the property as a whole, and put a put a stake in the ground at every direction change. The next day, she ordered forty four stakes to do that with. Look, two years on the market, couldn't sell it. All of a sudden, got a contract in forty eight hours. Now, after that, we discovered she had a Buddha statue. The contract fell through. She had a Buddha statue in the garage. She would picked up somewhere. They destroyed the Buddha statue. Got another contract in twenty four hours. Oh it my fell goodness. Through. Long story short, she kept going through her attic and throwing away stuff that had connections to evil. And when she finally cleaned out her old attic, she sold the property for $3 million. They went through after that.
0: Hallelujah. Oh, my. Okay, now, Steve, another Okay, here you go. So I got a property. I'm careful what I say here, Lord. I got a property over here that's connected to our property that I would love to have for a family member to move in that property. Steve, can I proactively go stake that and claim that, that property?
3: Why couldn't you? There's no reason you couldn't. I've had people do it.
0: I'm gonna do it. Michelle, you hear that? I'm gonna do that. Gonna do that. Wow. Jim, come on in. You've been waiting a while.
6: Uh good morning.
0: Uh what would you say to the skeptic that says,
6: Oh, come on, that's only just like putting a cross around your neck or a wreath of garland uh to keep away the vampires and the Uh, werewolves what would you say to that person that's
3: a great question I, i cover that in my first presentation your your uh your idea here is is it a talisman aren't you making a talisman a talisman is a magical object the word of god is never a talisman the word of god has its own power it doesn't need any special we're just we're just uh spreading the flavor and aroma of christ as ambassadors wherever we go we're doing it where we walk like you said vibrations this is doing it with a physical element when you when you hammer that thing in the ground there's some some kind of faith that's released and you're turning the deed over to god you're turning the title over to god and everything changes the atmosphere changes People change. We have churches sticking out their building and the givens going up. We had one church stick out their building. A church of 100 had 12 people place membership the day after they staked it. They'd never had 12 people at one time place membership. You You can't make this stuff up. You have to understand I was raised... Acapella, ultra-conservative Church of Christ. I'm the last <laughs> guy on the planet you should be hearing any miracle stories from. God drug me into this, kicking and screaming. I did not <laughs> believe this could be possible, and he kept proving and showing me verses that 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 showed me this works. His word still has oh, wow. power. It's not Amen. the guy who could. Michelle, He's a
0: guy go- Go, Rochelle. Go, Rochelle, quickly.
1: Okay. Um, uh, Randy and Mark, awesome. You guys got to get together and uh, get your own book, Frequency of Faith. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm going to purchase the the housewarming pack because I've got an aunt who believes she's being tormented. And I just want to throw this out there. Um, the placebo effect, even if you think they're a skeptic, the placebo effect has worked like in every single experiment. So even just let their mind start thinking. And if you could share... Um, maybe what is your, maybe a more favored verse that you use for freeing and protection?
3: You know, I, I recommend that people uh, write their own verses on the stakes. That means something to them. My favorite verse is 2 Chronicles sixteen nine. The eyes of the Lord search to and fro across the whole earth to see whose hearts are fully committed to Him, so He can support them. So everybody has unique verses that mean more to them. I, I would say if 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 it's depression, put some verses about depression on there. We have scripture st- uh, uh, stickers for that, but you could you know research your own ad verses. This I don't have an exhaustive list. I've just begun the conversation. I've just helped people get started with this.
0: Okay, Steve, we've got about a minute to go here. Uh, run, take us through it. Take us through the website. Take us through the seminar, how they get connected to the seminar. Do a rewrap here for us real quickly.
3: Okay, just to review, if you want to go to the seminar, it's free on Monday nights, every other Monday night. <clears throat> we've only done two sessions so far, so you can easily watch the videos and catch up. Uh, email Charlie, C H A R. Well, hang on like- hang
0: on minute. I, I'm sorry, Steve. Where do they find the two that's already been done?
3: Uh, he just had it on there. Pull it back up. It, it was the, on our Vimeo channel. Oh, I think it's
0: there. Yeah, it. right okay. There. Okay. All right.
3: Our Vimeo channel. We have that. We have all the podcasts on there too. There's a hundred and there's number one seventeen. The podcasts are on there, and then the uh, the all the uh, it's called twenty twenty demons versus prayer, and that's okay. how, do, how do
0: they get here from your website?
3: Uh, go back to the website. And click on podcasts.
0: Oh, there it is. Okay.
3: And it takes you directly, you know, you, then if you scroll down, there's podcasts one to a hundred and hundred and one, just click, click down on that. We're about to add one for the previous. There's a, there they are numbered battle plan oh. promo. Heaven is where a journey begins. God told me to tell you something. All these podcasts are available right here on the website and that that'll mm-hmm. link, you. To, but email us, you can email, you can, right there on the website, email us and say, I want to be added to the spiritual warfare seminar. It's free. Uh, We'll go again Monday night, session three.
0: Time to take back what the devil stole from us, folks. Amen. Uh, Let's take it back. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow.
3: Okay. Thank you for having me.